it's recording again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, good morning again. We just found out that our last one did record. So after now we've done our introduction and you know a little bit about us, um, we'd like to tackle some some subjects. So I guess, you know, I've, I've given an account of kind of the macro level. I'd like to give an account of the micro level about what the faith walk looks like. Mm. I don't think this is something that's often missing in church and in religion. Um, for myself, I've been reading a lot of Tolstoy recently, and if you're listening, I'd really recommend um, you read Tolstoy's works, and they've been instrumental in my beliefs and in me coming to believe now what I believe. Um, particularly, I'd recommend, and they're available on the website, I'd recommend Critique Against the Dogma of um, uh, the Church and My Confession. I'd also recommend the, the Gospel in Brief, um, which is very interesting, and then particularly I'd recommend, um, oh, what's the, I can't think of the name of it, what's this, his famous book? The, um, the, gospel, oh, the gospel. Oh, something about dogma? No, there's this other one. What's his other one? The Kingdom of God is Within You. Mm. That's the one I'd recommend. That was MLK's favorite book, and it was Gandhi's MLK. favorite book, yeah. Um, MLK, by the way, um, great, great guy. I'd really recommend you read his stuff. Really, really great guy. Um, yeah, so, you know, we often look at these big trends in faith. It's harder, I think, sometimes to see what that looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, I think a lot of Christians today are trapped in a, and even just anyone really, are trapped in this idea of poverty, scarcity, and they're also trapped in this idea of sin and the weight of sin. You see this a lot in church ritual. You see, you know, even it gets very dramatic sometimes in the Catholic Church. You beat your breasts and you say, my fault, my fault, my grievous fault. It's like, oh, goodness. And I've sinned gravely. And, you know, there's times I go to, I've gone to church and I've said, well, geez, did I really do any grave sins this week? I can't remember. I haven't lied to anyone. I haven't told any mistruths. I haven't told anyone unkind things. I've lived as best I can to walk with God. You know, and I think the longer you walk with God, the easier it is to go your life without sin. And even small, like, lies mm -hmm. um, seem seem like big ones um, by the way the word sin is from the greek amatea which means to miss the mark like an it's an archery term so it means to when you go for the bullseye and you don't get the bullseye that's amatea it also means more correctly fault and failure but sin has a heaviness to it that's come in the modern church that isn't quite in standing from what sin is it's like you make a mistake and with a contrite heart and forgiveness um, for yourself and compassion for others, for compassion yourself, you can be relieved of those of those faults and, and failures, and you can move past them so you don't do it again. Um, if you keep That's doing key. it, yeah. If you resolve faults and failures at the root of where they are, mm -hmm. you don't do them again. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, are you saying that, well, maybe a particular church or churches or group of people or or mindsets are too. Um, too harsh on what sin is I think or I, no well sin sin or fault, fault and failure let's just call it amatea for now it's um it's not it's not a desired state right, right. it's not you the right direction that. right yeah. it's like you're you're heading north and then sin or fault failure amatea is taking a step backwards from your destination right mm, but right. i i think often we hang too much on those faults and failures and don't see them as oh i messed up 
And it, oh, I see it, what you're saying. You know, so, we, we, we hang ourselves on them. Uh -huh. And there's no need because we have forgiveness of them if we have a contrite heart and we ask for forgiveness. Mm, so, and But forgiveness isn't as simple as just saying a quick prayer. It's not as easy as saying, oh, Lord, you know, I, I look, imagine, right, I just shoot somebody. Well, don't imagine that. But I imagine, let's say hypothetically. For, hypothetically, thank you. <laughs> that I shot somebody. And then I said, oh, Lord, I am so sorry that I shot someone. Please forgive me for my sins and the, the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you really think that's that's as easy as it is? Just a few words casually said. Right. It's the heart posture. It's the intent behind it. It's um, why did you do what you do? Why did you shoot somebody? Why did you kill them? Was it because they grieved you? Was it something they said? Were you protecting yourself? Mm -hmm. What is the reason behind it? And then with understand the reason, you have compassion for yourself. You seek to reconcile with your brother. It's not as easy just to say, oh, I, I hit somebody. Well, I said sorry to God, and now my, that failure is forgiven. No, you have to mm -hmm. make amends with your brother. It's like mm -hmm. it says in Matthew, if you put a gift on the altar, but you haven't made reconcile with your brother, um, go make it right. Go make it right, right. right. So I found, and I had to do this myself, is I had to unlearn the way of I'm not forgiven for sins. For me, historically, it was I had to go to a priest, and then the priest would listen, but he wouldn't really listen. Mm. Um, it's always a he, but always wouldn't really listen. Then I'd have to say one Hail Mary and two Our Fathers. Mm -hmm. So I'd go and very earnestly pray this prayer and then think, oh, okay, that's it then. I'm forgiven. What I, I mean, that to me is not what forgiveness of sins is. And similarly, forgiveness of sins also is not as simple as saying a few words. You have to have the heart posture. And there's something metaphysical and psychological about the asking for forgiveness because without that mechanism, there's no way to be relieved of the burden of what you've done. If, if your brother doesn't forgive you for something you've done to them mm. or you've done something yourself mm -hmm. and it's a stain against yourself, who are you to seek forgiveness from? Well, there is a, a washing away of those sins. The burden of those sins does not have to be carried. And ultimately, mm. when um, we have a direct relationship with the Father and can ask him just as Jesus did for the forgiveness of what we've done, mm -hmm. we can receive. Um, it's blotted out. It's forgotten. And psychologically that no longer hangs on you like it used to because you've asked for it to be forgiven. Like there's a, both a psychological component and a, and a spiritual component. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you're hanging and carrying around this sin or this fault and failure on you and then you've then found compassion for yourself while you did it, you've let go of this burden, you've tried your best to reconcile with your brother, you're no longer hanging it and carrying it the same way you used to. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that everything that is written in the Gospels is also has this psychological, almost scientific component mm -hmm. that it does speak to the deep truths of humanity. It's not just, um, it's not all metaphysical. Like when applied, it makes sense for how things would work. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, that drifted a little bit. We talked well, about sin instead of um, <laughs> <laughs> the minutiae yeah. of the spiritual walk. Well, yeah. Okay, so just to be clear. So perhaps it's people in their mindset are dwelling too much like, or just staying in that mental state of, oh, I am sinning or I have sinned and sin, 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 staying in that kind of mental state instead of, okay, I have maybe had a fault and I've failed at something or multiple things. And instead of staying in that uh, genuinely and earnestly with a, a heart posture of earnestly wanting to, to, to confess it and admit your wrong to God, to God, to no one else, 
I mean, in perhaps making it right with a man or woman, um, earnestly doing that with God and understanding and that he, he forgives us of that and that, and, and we're free of it and we can move forward yeah. and turn from, and well, God will give us the strength because I, I don't want to say like, oh, you have to like will yourself to change your action because sometimes it's hard for people to change a behavior. All right. And it's like, well, God will give you that strength to turn away from that yeah. and to move forward. You know, it's like if, if you even didn't use these big terms like sin and God and forgiveness and you said, let's say there's a man who's homeless and he's just constantly focused. I've met a lot. I've worked with a lot of homeless people. I've met a lot of people like this. He's just always focused on the past. I remember one person mm -hmm. I helped transition from the streets to a home. He was just yeah. so focused on things of the past. And you just want to tell them, why are you focused on the past when you have the present and you have the future? Why are you so dwelling on the past? Right. And the past is not here anymore. When we carry sin and we carry those faults and failures with us, it's like we're living in the past. And it's not to say that we can just walk past it and say no. We have to reconcile and have compassion for why we did what we did. Genuinely in our hearts. But it's if, if we should focus on the light and the good and not the, the bad and the dark within us. Because when we focus on that light, those things are washed clean of us. I can't remember the last time I've, I've sinned. Not because that I'm saint in it by any means. But I'm not being intentional not to lie. I'm being intentional to honor people, to love people, to follow what I'm supposed to do. But I, it, for me, I'm not dwelling on that. Like it's, it's when you miss that target... You restring your bow and you try again. You like you don't you don't flog yourself for missing the mark, right? You don't flog yourself for hitting not hitting the bullseye. You try mm -hmm. again. You realize your technique and what you did wrong, and you try again. So there's liberation from these things. I feel in the word of of Jesus and his testimony is that when we go before him with an honest and contrite heart, right, right. we don't have to go and do a sacrifice in the temple. We don't have to buy a lamb or a dove from the marketplace seller and slit its throat in, in the temple as right. a blood offering. Yeah. We don't have to pay money, 21, to have that forgiven. We don't have to go through a third party. We can simply, with an honest and open heart, go before our Father, who is all of our Father. That's not unifying. I don't know what is. And we can say, I, right. this is what I did. This is why I did it. I have compassion for that, for that thing. I've made amends to my brother. Therefore, now this no longer hangs on me. Right. And and I think also, too, to make a point of is that, you know, to do those things with an honest heart to God, to really mean it, right? To understand, okay, where it's coming from. Lord, like, yeah. Heavenly Father, take it away. Help me. Give me the strength yes. to move away to change my mindset yes. of that and to move forward and away from that exactly. like to flee from that behavior again and to not do it again exactly. that is key too i exactly. don't think a lot of i don't know that's not discussed it's like the whole point is to not do that again it's not a get out of jail it's like stacking the deck of the community chest in monopoly and getting get out of jail free cards every time that's right. not what forgiveness is it was pretty good actually it's a pretty good example yeah. Yeah. But it's not it's that's not what it is. It's not something to be abused. It's a deep place that you have to reach with your father and then to reconcile with your fellow man and mm -hmm. your brother mm -hmm. or sister. Mm -hmm. And then there is now a mechanism which is within you and your relationship that allows you to be free of the burden of what's happened. Right. That's it's such powerful. an internal thing. It's, it's, an it's internal to be thing. changed. It is like, to be changed. To lay that down before God earnestly he he takes it away 
And he will give you the strength to move away from that and to be changed exactly. and to not do it again. That is the whole point. Exactly. Well, let's, we'll try and keep these at about 10 minutes. Yeah. That was 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think we addressed everything in that. Pretty much. Did, anything else you wanted to mention about sin? Um, Look, if, 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 you're, if you right now have this burden on you of fault and failure, don't be too hard on yourself. You're a human being. We all go through this. Even Jesus himself went through faults and failures. If he was fully human like us, he went through his faults and failures. But know that there right. is a mechanism for you, a spiritual mechanism, with an open and the heart posture is critical. It's not just words. Right. Yeah. The heart posture is critical. Right. You can go before your father, which is our father, and go before mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. with your heart, and he will not turn away from you. Yes, he, he will can. not shy away from you. He will not say, Oh, you're 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 really no good. I only like the good parts of you. He's never gonna say that because he is all loving. Mm -hmm. And his righteousness, his justice within him is such that he wants to help you remove these things from your life. He's not judging you for having them because we all have them, right? We all have these problems or these desires and these things of the flesh mm -hmm. that we sometimes feel we're doing. Have compassion on yourself. And the critical thing is when Jesus says about fault and failure, he says, go and do it no more. Right. So it's, it's the idea right. of compassion, but also you've dealt with the root of it. The root of it has been plucked and you're, this is no longer an issue. It's like you're, you're a child learning the ways of the world. You make a mistake. It's okay. Your father still loves you. He gently corrects you and your understanding and you move on and you don't do it again. That's it. And also just to say, because you, you mentioned, and we talked about this before too, is that, you know, people, people um, have faults and they have failures and they miss the mark. And to get to the root of that too and seek God earnestly figure that out why the reason is of that behavior with God like what is the root of that behavior is it because maybe this person feels unloved or maybe they were abused as a child or maybe um, they feel unworthy like it's a deep issue why why people act a certain way and to really discuss that with our Heavenly Father like to kind of wrestle with that with him because there is a root to that. Maybe, you know, just feeling unloved can really bring a lot of it can. behaviors that are unwanted. It can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll address that in another mm. one. Yeah. Okay. Let's on to the third one. <laughs>